In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. It's a Sunday and I'm finally back with my co-host, Jack. How's it going, Jack? I'm good. Had an awesome night in Swansea in Wales. Um, we got out of hand. Um, we managed to drink a nightclub empty of Di Serrano. Um, but no, cracking evening nonetheless. Mate, anything culture different about Wales than uh, England? Uh, no, not really. It's pretty much the same. Unfortunately, <laughs> there were loads of Liverpool fans everywhere. But uh, yeah, it is what it is. Oh, God. Um, yeah. Mate, how are you feeling, Liverpool 1? Uh, it was one of the finals where you wanted a new rule to be made so both teams could lose. So, uh, unfortunately, it didn't <laughs> happen. Mate, good news is that Chelsea are uh, champions in the uh, Euro- Europa League, so that's good news. Anyway, we're not a uh, uh, soccer, football uh, podcast, we're an NFL podcast. So, yeah. So, uh, mate, uh, tomorrow, OTA start, mandatory. Uh, OBJ said he's going to come back. How do you feel about that? Uh, it's good. Um, I've got no issue with um, players um, not all turning up. Obviously, it's really important for those fringe players. And it, it depends on the position as well, because if you're on, say, the O-line, or um, the O-line sort of the key one, you need to learn to work together because it's about the sum of the parts and how the unit plays. If you're a wide receiver... It's very much, yeah, you've got to have that chemistry with the quarterback, but that's between you and the quarterback. It's a lot easier to work on at any point in the off-season. Um, so, yeah, I've had no real issue with the fact that um, OBJ's not been there. Yeah, any other players not been there that uh, we should know about? Um, I don't believe Duke Johnson's been there at all, which uh, isn't a surprise. We've heard lots of positive news about Hilliard. Um so, uh, no, I don't, I don't think there's too much. If, when players or if players don't start turning up tomorrow when mandatory starts, that's the point where you start getting concerned. Yeah, of course. And you've got a bell situation, which uh, no one wants. Yeah, you, you just never want to see that with a player. Excellent. And um, you, were, uh, you were tweeting about Landry over the weekend? Yeah, so I decided to bring up something Landry said in 2018. So what he said was, if and I'm going to drop all the F-bombs out of the quote. If you want to go find the full quote with all the F-bombs in it, you can go do that, but uh, I'm going to make it a bit more PC. If your hamstring isn't falling off the bone, your leg ain't broke, you should be practicing. You can't get no better being um, on the sideline. If you ain't hurt, you've got to be practicing. And he made the point that unless it's a serious, serious, serious injury, you've got to be out practicing and you've got to be there because that makes you better and it makes the team better. So I, I came out at the time and I said, during hard knocks, I don't agree with him. If a player is injured, that player shouldn't be practicing unless we're talking during the season. But then even during the season, 
Tretter wasn't practicing, but Tretter was playing. Um, so that's where you push the body further. You don't risk an extra injury in the off-season or in the pre-season because um, that's how you end up with players on IR. So when the news came out that he wouldn't be a mandatory and people have been going at me on Twitter that, oh, it's voluntary OTAs, they're all voluntary, they're not mandatory um, starts tomorrow. So you've got one of two options. But, and I don't think Landry should be practicing. Um, if he is carrying a knock, rest up, recover and go ahead. But was that rant during hard knocks to the cameras, was that a stupid comment to make, in which case he's right that he shouldn't be practicing? Or if you believe his rant and agree with the rant that he did during hard knocks, then he should be out there practicing tomorrow. So you can't have it one way or the other. Either he screwed up the rant or he should be out there practicing. It's one of two things. And yeah, people have been blowing up my mentions really angry that I just pointed out that Landry made a stupid statement last year and he's not fulfilling it. So quite frankly, he, needs, he deserves to be called out for that. When people say stupid stuff, they should get held to account. But um, people don't like that. They're saying, oh, but this is OTAs. This isn't the season. Quite frankly, Landry's comment said practicing. We're on about practice. He's not there practicing. He has a small or minor injury. So, quite frankly, he's calling himself out. Um, why don't the media just go up to him next time he's there and ask him if his attitude is contagious? Boom. Okay. Yeah, fair point. Um, obviously, said it, what was it, last year. So, um, obviously... A lot's changed. Got OBJ in the in the building now, and yeah, we all make uh, big comments and statements at times. So uh, yeah, uh, let's let's see how, let's see how it pans out this week with the media. I'm sure the media will be wanting to interview him. Yeah, no, I, th- I think it's a fair question to ask, and I, I stand. I don't want him out there practicing. So people are going, "Why do you want Landry to get injured?" It was in my tweet, yeah. and they just they read small pieces of it, and then decided just to get angry um i'm just pointing out the hypocrisy of the statement and then his actions i don't want players getting picking up knocks because the worst thing there's only one thing that matters to me about otas and this training session did anyone get injured and if the answer's no then it was a good training session so you've had teams you've had player like ruben foster out for the season already if we come through this whole week um Oh, it's not in the week. The whole like series of OTAs with everyone fit, or yeah, some people are going to have minor knock. Doesn't really matter if everyone is healthy and ready for, to go for training camp. Then that's great, and that's all I care about. Um, I don't really care what happens. Um, I haven't had pads on for any of it, so uh, it's there just learning the playbook and stuff like that. Yeah, and just to be really clear to the listeners. Uh, you've got no issues with uh, Landry. All that you do is comment on the stats of how he's done over the last couple, uh, last couple of years, right? Yeah, no. And um, even when the trade was made at the time, I said, look, leave him on the, um, the franchise tag. Let him play for his one year. And then he, he can go off and sign for whoever he wants to sign for. Um, you might go into the bidding and free agency if you really wanted to keep him. But... You see what the market price is for him. Um, 
I didn't like the extension that was given because it's all about value. The Browns are in a position now where the Patriots are every single year where you have to decide, is this player worth X amount? And you could have a player that you love. For instance, everyone likes Baker Mayfield, but if you had to sign him to a hundred million a year deal, you wouldn't want to keep that player if you had to pay 50% of the NFL salary cap to one player. So there's a price point for every single player on the roster. And if it goes over that price point, then slightly you're okay. We're talking 100% on top of what you should be paid. It was just too much. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, and just to be really, you want uh, Landry to rest during OTAs if he is injured and then... uh, have a good Landry have a good season and uh, prove the doubt doubt was wrong. So, uh, mate, I'm I'm sorry you get uh, abuse on uh, Twitter, but I guess that's part of uh, the uh, generation we live in these days. Oh, I, I laughed. I thought it was hilarious. My, my favourite bit was all the people that were coming at me for the spelling of practicing, um, which uh, some Americans did find humorous. Yeah. Um, that they were going at me for spelling it with an S in it rather than a C. And that's because the verb in English has an S and the verb in American English has a C. So, um, guys, um, my spelling is usually pretty dire. But on this one, there is an S in it um, in English English rather than American English. So uh, it it did make me laugh. Um, But, hey, I I knew it would be contentious when I threw it out there. I was just pointing to the hypocrisy of the situation. And I said at the time, I don't think, Back in when Hard Knocks is, you can probably find the uh, episode back from the really, really early shows we did. Um, I said at the time, I don't think players should be injured. I disagreed with the Hugh part where he's saying, oh, let's rest players for different days to reduce the chance of injury. No, I think you you go out and you maximise every player's role in camp. And if someone is unlucky and picks up an injury because they were just out there, so be it. But when someone's carrying a knock, rest them out and then uh, let them recover. Yeah, awesome. And look, um, I think everyone's got to realise is that I've got different opinions to you. You've got different opinions to Nathan Zaguru. Pete Smith's got different opinions on different players. Uh, everyone's got different uh, opinions on players. And if, if we all had the same opinions, life would be very boring. Oh, 100%. And it's, it's about engaging and having these discussions. And some people just want to get angry. And uh, hey, the they're missing out because there is a really, really fun world of Brown's Twitter, which has really good discussions. But yeah, there's all sorts of ways that um, Twitter sort of hate world. But uh, yeah, I, I just laughed about it. I'm still getting uh, people tweeting at me saying, these are voluntary. Um, you don't know what you're talking about. Um, I haven't bothered to respond to them all, explaining that they're actually all mandatory sessions that we're talking about. But um, hey, it's all good fun, but I think that takes us on to another name that's been heavily discussed and by Brown's Twitter at the end of last week, and that's Austin Corbett. So he's currently the backup. Well, half of his snaps are at center, second choice center, and then half his snaps are at right tackle. Um, they seem to be favoring him more as that center. Um, I don't know if they're going to spend another year developing him and then. Jake, it looks like Tretter will get moved on at the end of this season, possibly earlier. Um, and that might be where they move him. Yeah, because they also cut the um, backup centre, if I'm correct. Um, Tate got cut. Um, I just don't think they rated him. Um, no, I think it was another guy, Callis, I think got cut. Um, 
there was someone got cut. Um, I wasn't sure if he was Baker's oh. ex centre. Um, uh, it was Google, mate. Yeah, it wasn't Callis, because um, Callis is the guy that is, um, isn't he? The, he's the one that's currently at right guard. Um, it's Carl Callis. Okay. Well, now you put I know, Okay. I thought it was a centre that got cut last week, and then uh, Twitter, Brown's Twitter blew up because um, this means that we could be signing, an, uh, yeah, or Corbett could be playing the centre, so... Uh, I think the plan is for Corbett to be centre next season. Um, I still think... When you say next season, you mean um, 2020? Yeah. Um, So I think Tretter stays at centre and then Corbett goes for that. Um, But we could see massive changes on that O-line. I said at the time I didn't like the Zeitler move. I thought we were better going after Flowers. Um, And also with the Austin Corbett pick, I didn't like it at the time. Um, Either... You go with um, a different position, but we needed to address left tackle. The way I'd have addressed left tackle is move Petonio out to left tackle and probably have drafted Will Hernandez, um, who went to New York and has actually had a really, really good first season. I thought he was a better guard coming out than Corbett. Corbett's still got the potential to get there, but I'm just, I'm not sure if we're ever going to see it. Um, fingers crossed he does. So I'd love to be proved wrong with this one, but um, let's see what happens. All right, awesome. And uh, anything else you're looking forward to in the OTAs this week? I think it's just seeing, a big part is just seeing how that O-line's going to do. Um, because no one really knows. Um, it is the biggest unknown with the Browns this season and how we perform. I think it's going to come down to how our O-line play. Um, you've got, Tretter and Batonio that are all pro, not quite all pro. Um, they're up there in the top 25% in the league. Um, Batonio is a lot better than Tretter, but they're both very good players. Um, and then how does Callis do? How does Hubbard do? How does Greg Robinson do? I'm not excited about any of them. Um, so we'll see what happens. But uh, I don't think it's going to be too exciting, the mandatory camp, because... It's when we see, even the preseason won't be with a lot of these Browns talented players because I think Todd Munkin and Freddie Kitchens can keep a lot of stuff up their sleeve. And then when we see week one, we're going to see some crazy stuff from the um, like offense. And uh, I'm really, really looking forward to that. Yeah, and um, I think some really interesting things that we'll see tomorrow will be, does uh, Duke show up? Yep. And uh, that, that's going to be a real key to see uh, how the running back's going to look rest of the season. So, um, yeah, I'm quite uh, excited about seeing if Duke turns up. Yeah, the first picture I see of Duke uh, will excite me. So uh, I'll be quite happy about that. Yeah, no, I, th- I think um, what happens with Duke Johnson is a, a very interesting question. I would still happily keep him around as a uh, slot receiver, receiving back, um, put him in that wide receiver rotation. Let's see how he does. Um, you spoke about wanting to play there. Um, but we're, we're loaded in that running back room. Killian's perfectly fine as a player. Um, so even if we just keep Duke Johnson around for a little while until Kareem Hunt's back, that might be the route we go. All right, awesome. Well, um, some other shows come up this week. I've got um, some 50 states, 
50 weeks, 50 Browns fans coming up. And uh, hopefully I'll get one of the reporters on who's actually at the OTAs uh, tomorrow. So that should be quite good as well. All right, exciting times. Keep up the good work, buddy. And do you know what's special about this show that we just recorded? It's our 300th show. Oh, yeah, the big 300. So thank you so much, guys, for listening. Um, it, it, it's been amazing. I didn't think we'd get to 100. Um, so now we're here at 300. It's, uh, it won't be long and uh, we'll be at 400. Excellent. Uh, tomorrow I'm in Chicago and Detroit for work. So uh, that'd be quite interesting. And uh, yeah, I've got another week in America, but I won't be coming to Cleveland this trip. Oh, they're missing you already, Paul. I won't go that far, mate. Uh, I think I've upset a few people with my breakfast uh, tweet this morning. So uh, well, let, let's see, eh? Hey, there's nothing wrong with being contentious. Well, I think we're both upsetting too many people on Twitter at the moment. Maybe we have to calm down. But anyway, like we said, we always, we always give our opinions. We always try and spice up the, the Browns Twitter world. If we didn't say anything or have an opinion, it would be a very boring world. Yep, keep having fun. Keep up the good work, buddy. And uh, no doubt I'll see you soon. All right, mate. You take care. And uh, we'll speak to you soon. Go Browns.